Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you from a very nocturnal Glasgow on Thursday 19th of May 2016. My name is Colin Little. And my name is Paul Kaczynski and we are the Nearly Men, two normal guys with nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we do not sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men and at some point you have probably kicked our asses online. Hello from Florida. Hello from a rainy Deniston. Colin, oh, you sound like you're far away. I am far away. I, this is the furthest apart we have been in many, many, many years, Paul. Tell us what's happening. Yeah, so we, uh, we are um, Skyping it. We are coming at you sort of live from the power of, of the internet, not to steal too much from Boogie2988. That right, but uh, we uh, yes, we couldn't we couldn't possibly get together this week and record face to face like we like to do. I do like a bit of eye contact with Mr. Kaczynski. I do. Um, so instead, we we decided that rather than leave our uh, our lovely listeners waiting for our episode, we uh, decided to record over Skype. So uh, please bear with us. We realise the quality is probably not as good as usual. That's the audio quality, not the rest of the quality. The rest of the quality will be terrible as usual, but yes, yes. but the, the audio quality will 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 also be at a low point this week. I suppose we should say that there are other internet communication programs available. There are, but not that we are using them hang about calling that all yes are you using a microsoft product um <laughs> i'm using a microsoft product on an uh, an apple device oh my gosh via bt internet if i just keep mentioning products will we maybe get sponsorship <laughs> i'm also drinking a sol cerveza <laughs> tell me you're at least listening on sony headphones no they're apple headphones as well i considered using my sony gold wireless headset Th- but, this um, is shocking Peter Riley, who wrote in saying that you are the maestro, he, I mean, he had you in a Sony t-shirt and whatnot in the picture. He'll, so be, it, a, he'll be utterly disgusted at me. He will, he will. Tasteless, tasteless. However, I did I did redeem myself slightly by uh, purchasing a nice shiny uh, PlayStation 4 Blu-ray today. It's still in its cellophane. I don't know if you can hear the rattling of it. I can, yes. That We're is picking that up. The, the one and only Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Oh my. Is it shiny? So, it is very shiny, and I cannot wait to have a shot at it. However, I don't think I'll get a shot until tomorrow night. So, oh. yeah, that's something to look forward to. Are you trying to pretend you've got a life? <laughs> no, no, really not. <laughs> I'd rather not have, but life seems to have caught up with me this uh, this week. Life um, 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 finds a way. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, is, it is quite bizarre. That normally, I mean, I don't, you can't even hear yourself where you are, can you? Pardon? You can't hear yourself where you are. Like you can, normally you're in your own ears. Oh right, I see. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. I, I get that. Yes, you know, it definitely sounds like I'm I'm in some sort of studio and you're on location reporter. Ah yes, well, well, yeah. So I should be really giving you like a goal, a goal alert or something, shouldn't I? Yes. Doing a sort Jeff. <laughs> doing a Chris Kamara. <laughs> has, has there been Jeff? Has there? No, no, so I've gone off. I, I thought, thought it was a substitution. Was a sub- <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, Kamara, welcome on on the, the, the internet airways. It's, thank uh, you, thanks very much. Lovely to be here, I, Jeff. I really should have put up a picture of you because I really am missing your face. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. And that's I don't unfortunate. have a t-shirt to look at. Ah, uh, I know. Well, to, to be honest, uh, as a result, I'm actually wearing a pretty standard t-shirt tonight because oh. you know I, I wasn't getting dressed up for nothing ah well exactly exactly 
And it, we're also recording very late at night as well. It's we cur- are. currently quarter to 11. Uh, this it is. is a, a whole kind of 12 hours later than we normally do it. This is past my bedtime. Yeah. And you know, he's been very, very quiet, but we're not alone. He has been. We're not alone. There's a silent stalker also here, just listening in to us. It is the one and only Mr. Jay Rainey, friend of the podcast. Hello, Jay. Hello, gentlemen. Welcome, Jay. There he is. Nice to be here. Good good to have you, Jay. You are, of course... The the uh, you you've got quite a an illustrious place in in nearly men history because you of course penned our first lot of nearly men lore. I did indeed, and I wondered if it would get read out or not, and it did. Huzzah! Of course, it did. We're always looking for content. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a thing of beauty, I have to say. It was absolutely glorious. It really was. Uh, I, do you know, I, I, I was, I'm glad you were there to document those events because obviously, when me and Paul were, were locked in that um, eternal battle with Phil Spencer, um, we, we must have had some amnesia or something because I had actually forgotten until you uh, reminded us. And uh, of course, we, we, we started the console wars. Yep. Well, yeah, those those things can be can be life changing, so they're easy to forget. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yes. So thank you for reminding us. And it's uh, my pleasure. And explaining explaining what had happened. Uh, that was that was great. It's a pleasure to have you, Jay. You're also coming over the airwaves and the internet. He's even further away though. You're, you're coming from from Edinburgh, <gasps> right? From Singenland. Positively, positively exotic by comparison. I don't know about that. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know. I was, I, I don't know, I, I started you need that to get before. Out more. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, I, I want to know what you two boys have been playing. Ooh. Yes, well, um, I suppose I'm, I'll get started off quickly. I have been uh, rampaging through Uncharted 3. Um, oh, a thief. Because no, I knew that. No, what was it? What was it? And Drake's Deception. Drake's Deception, of course it is. Um, which actually, to be honest, of the original trilogy is probably my favourite. Although it does have some absolutely infuriating moments, uh, especially, uh, I, of course, I'm, I'm going to try and platinum it. Um, of course. And, and I completed it on Crushing the other day, and particularly the final fight um, on Crushing is hair-ripping out infuriating um it took me ages to complete it and i, I finally did and uh, I, I was actually furious it wasn't like dark souls where you're you're actually pleased and, and relieved and euphoric mm. i was just bloody raging when I finished yeah. it. Uh, so it, that spoiled it a bit but i've been going back and doing a couple of trophies and things that game is just fabulous looking especially in the remaster it really is incredible what they managed to pull off on a uh, last gen gen hardware now you know? is uncharted 3 the one with the plane it is indeed yes right i, I think i can say that without giving it away oh no that's yeah. fine listen that game's a bit the game's what eight or nine years old now i think you're allowed to discuss certain things, I, I, I wouldn't discuss. I, I wouldn't discuss key plot no. or key key, key story but moments. You don't but want to I think, I mean, you don't like. You don't want that, to spoil Fight Club, do you? Well, yes, no, exactly. But you're not allowed to talk about Fight Club, so it's fine. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the plane moment in Uncharted Three is absolutely fantastic. It's a lot like the you know, there's the the train bit in Uncharted Two, mm. and you know, I haven't played it yet, but I'm assuming that bit with the the jeep that they they showed at E3 and Uncharted 4 will be that sort of thing, you know, these big, big moments. But Mm. um, 
but it's great. It was really good. It was nice to go back and play it. Um, uh, infuriating bits aside, doesn't have as much puzzles in it as um, Uncharted Two and Uncharted One does. It's a, it's a bit more shooty, um, but uh, it's great. It, it was really good fun. So I was playing that, mm, getting you in the mood um, for the fourth one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I then, uh, of course, have been playing a bit of Dark Souls Three. I've got further. Uh, I'm, I'm getting. I think I'm in the kind of. I'm, I'm towards the the end game section Ooh. of Dark Souls now. Um, I'm not. I'm still not at it, but I'm, uh, it's taken a real uh, step up in difficulty. Um, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It's just a brilliant game. Absolutely superb. Um, and I had a wee a wee go at Tropical Five as well, which was which was quite good fun. But hell of a complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Abs- I, 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 did, I think I remember messaging you, and you said you were on your third tutorial or something. Oh, there's there's aye, there's tons of tutorials to it, and uh, an awful lot to do. Um, but it's good fun. Good, Enter- entertaining, and actually for an RTS on the uh, Dual Shock, it controls reasonably well, so it's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I've been busy in FIFA as always. Yes, uh, playing online more than anything else. Um, just taking away, getting the practice up. Or something yes which we'll be talking about later on uh dark souls 3 i i, I managed I, I can't remember the, had i got past the tutorial boss by the last episode i believe you had just got past ah, the tutorial box, I'm, boss I'm by fairly, the last one fairly getting through it now i'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting the swing it i had a wee snoop through your trophy list earlier on oh, on yeah. the dark souls 3 when i was looking for a trophy challenge for later on Snooping and through um, my, my my intimates Yes, having a rummage about in your drawers, and uh, I have to say I'm quite impressed. You're you're considerably further than I uh, thought you were. Oh my! Yeah, oh, that's very kind. Thank you. Yeah, no, do, doing well. Proud of you. Thanks very much, buddy. Yeah, well done. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. I have also been playing tabletop racing. I get slightly addicted yes. to that when it came out. Uh, just one more race, one more race, one more race. Do you know? I, I it's horrific. It's absolutely horrific how many times I did the. The drift race, the first drift race you do. Mm-hmm. It's horrific how many times I attempted it. I don't, I don't even want to say. But just because I mean, you, you, could, you couldn't, couldn't get it right, I, or could, what? I couldn't get it. You have to get two hundred thousand drift points. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I may have taken a hundred tries in it. No wow. joke. No joke. I might have taken a hundred goes in it. So, so what happened with your baby daughter that day? Did you just, did she just fend for herself? Oh my god, my daughter. <laughs> she's fine she's you fine she's in a cupboard somewhere with food oh that's fine then I also had a wee game of Hustle Kings yes I saw that yeah. I didn't know you had um, purchased that well, well it's free oh is it free to play this is a pool game isn't it it is it's pool and there's also snooker in it as well but um, it's, it's, it's pool and it, it harks back to the days of what was it was it Jimmy White's World Win Snooker yeah, oh, I vaguely remember that. Right. There, there was there was a an American pool game on the uh, the PC years ago that was pretty good as well. If I remember, yeah, that's quite good. It's quite, I mean, for for a free game, it's great. You 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 have to pay to enter games. Okay. Um, so I guess that's why it's free to play because you eventually run out of money and you have to buy some. But I think like the the casino one that's free to play. I think it, uh-huh. you, you get a, sl- a steady stream of credits back to you. You know, you, would, if you run to my, you just have to wait twenty minutes and you get more credits, kind of thing. I, think. I would just love it if if you were playing Hustle Kings and by the time you get to the end of your kind of free section, just a bigger boy comes along and puts a fifty p on the corner <laughs> of the table. <laughs> just tells you time up, lads, time up. <laughs> Wonderful, and then uh, I think that's a lovely time to play. 
it's it's been a mental two weeks hasn't it it's been crazy it's been crazy what about yourself what have you been playing he asks even though he knows but what have you been playing (laughs) I have just 10 minutes before the pod started completed Uncharted 4 you've completed it Yes, that's shocking. Um, just right. watched the credits roll. <laughs> we need a very uh, spoiler-free kind of of impression of the game. Very good, very frustrating at points. There was bits I wanted to break my controller so bad. <laughs> like, having just completed Dark Souls before Uncharted, Uncharted made me angrier and more frustrated than any point in Dark Souls. <laughs> which is Wonderful. mental. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming there are still some kill boxy bits then. <laughs> There's d- not many. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, I looked at the stats at the end and I killed 900 people, 200 with melee combat. Mm-hmm. 70 of them are like stealth takedowns. So th- as far as actual massacring hundreds of mercs go... There's less of that in this than in the rest of the series. I love that you, you said that there's less killboxy stuff, but you said you killed 900 people, 200 <laughs> of them with your bare hands. <laughs> if you, I, I don't know, I don't know the numbers from the other Uncharted games, but I bet you that's less, or at least it, it felt like less. It, it quite possibly might be. Uh, I've just played through the lot of them. Um, however. Um, I, hadn't, I didn't always check my stats until I started doing the trophies and you're going back to redo things and you're doing headshots and things. So by that point, I had um, some seriously large kill counts. But, um, but uh, yeah, no, that sounds that sounds a, a bit less, but I'm actually pleased to hear that there is still a fair amount of uh, action in it as well. Because well, as much as... Probably as, my favourite of the series. Oh. Yep. Story-wise, anyway, it was Excellent. my favourite... And, um, and, and what are your feelings on how it looks? I have heard people it say It is the that, best looking game on the PS4 bar nothing I've seen. There it was. There it I was. Can, I can't wait to see it. I really can't wait to see it. it, it it's stunning the whole way through from start to finish. There's not a bad pixel. There's not a bad nothing. It looks incredible. Is <laughs> a transition from cutscenes into the game as, as smooth as they're saying? There's bits where you're like, oh, wait, I'm in control now. Oh... Even right at the start, it opens with the kind of cutscene, and then you're given control of it. Mm-hmm. But it, it took me about 15 seconds to oh. realise I was in control of it because I just thought it was still the cutscene. Very good. Because wow. you get another character telling you, "Nath, come on, Nath, come on." Didn't realise that it was me. <laughs> he was talking to us. Oh, right, okay. Controller. It just goes to show you that this whole PS Neo thing maybe isn't bloody needed. If they can do this, I know it's a first party. Um, studio and I know that um, you know Naughty Dog are magicians when they some of the games have made spectacular but just goes to show you there's there's life in the old girl yet and maybe this PlayStation Neo is a bit um, a bit premature you know life in the old girl yet yeah well you know what I mean that that's the way they're acting with it three hundred well, uh, three years old and it's it's already obsolete right. well fair play I reckon the Neo was mostly to facilitate VR yeah. Yeah. It gives an extra juice for um, getting that closer to the kind of PC counterparts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else you've been playing? So you did mention you had uh, you've completed Dark Souls three as well. Wow. Yeah, I completed that the day before Uncharted came out. So other than that, I haven't really been playing much. A wee bit of tabletop racing because, as Paul said, that game is addictive and fun. Isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's it just good to turn off and just play a few races and not have to think about anything. I bet you didn't try the drift race a hundred 
thing to say. <laughs> I, I don't think I've got that for you. And oh. if I, I don't really... <laughs> I'd have loved it if you'd said that you just spawned it first time and got first place. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, by the way, because it's, it's, it's something I've never been able to do in dri- uh, driving games. Is well, I'm, I'm rubbish at drifting as well, so ah. I, I suspect I haven't got to it yet because uh, need for speed and stuff, every time I come, I get, come up against a drift, I'm like, ugh. All right. So Next one. It, it will scupper me when I reach it, don't worry. <laughs> and, Jay, just before we move on, one word to sum up your experience of Dark Souls 3. There it was. Rewarding? Rewarding. There we go. We like Reward. that. Oh, that's, that's a very that positive was, word, that. That's... I think that was your first proper, full-on Dark Souls experience, am I right? Yeah. 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 I did Excellent. about 10 minutes of Demon Souls, and yeah. that is it. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. Very good. Very good. Well, there's just not enough time for games, is there? Well, that's it. I'm now... I mean, I've got I got uncharted tonight, and I'm not getting a chance to like, touch it for... For absolute ages. Oh, before we do move on, though, I will I will tell you about um, what <laughs> my my experience of getting Uncharted today. So oh, yes. obviously, rather rather skint, so couldn't actually afford to in any way pay for this game as as it were. But luckily enough, due to the wonder of the old uh, Tesco club card boost, um, there it was are the last supermarkets available. There certainly are. Um, <laughs> However, this this particular uh, deal, when you use your club card, you got vouchers, and they used to do a thing where you could boost it and you could like double the value of things. So we uh, we managed to get some uh, vouchers, and it was the last ever time they'll do the boost. So we thought myself and my my lovely lady Debs, we decided we were going to like split the, the vouchers down the middle. We could each take half of them and boost them, and as a result, I got uncharted. For uh, only a few shiny coins, Lovely. very very good price. Um, so I got it. I picked up the thing, used all my uh, vouchers, and I went and got the disc. And I walked by. I'd, I'd picked it up from like the, the normal uh, kind of game bit of uh, of Tesco, and uh, got the got the game. Bought it. Was walking by, and I saw this like special rack they had later uh, further in the store which was also an Uncharted rack, and it had special display boxes that mentioned this uh, uh, DLC and um, reversible cover art. Oh. And um, so I was like, ah, oh. I said, I wonder. Now, I don't really care about multiplayer DLC, right? I do not care about it, but I was a bit like the reversible cover art might be quite good, and if, if it's the same price for that, oh, maybe I should get price. that. Same price, yeah. So I picked up the display case and took it and started walking back uh, with the the one I just bought, which doesn't have anything on the front cover mentioning the cover art, and uh, and the, the the display case that mentioned this, and I said I said I, I saw the girl. She was uh, she'd come back from the electrical desk and she was like putting things on shelves. I said to her, you know, I just saw this this case doesn't seem to mention the the DLC and the cover art, but but that says. And she goes, and she looked at it and she went, no no that that is that it will be on that. It's online. And I went, what? She hmm. said. That stuff, it's online. You get it online, and I went, "Yeah, no, I know, but but it usually says on it." No, 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 it's online. It's on the line. And I was, I, I was in a moment where I was about to have this big long discussion where I went, "I, I know what multiplayer DLC is." Are, I know. are you aware I present a video well, game well, podcast? Well, I really, I, I was ready to get some fan mail out and read it aloud to her. You are aware that. Certain people, and by certain people, I mean one particular person, and uh, not entirely uh, without um, 
without being facetious, um, calls me a maestro. You know, I'm aware of what, what <laughs> DLC is. Um, so, anyway, apparently it's online. So I'm going to now, live on the uh, live on the Nearly Men podcast, I'm going to break the cellophane oh off my. this. And we're going to see whether or not my oh. DLC and my reversible cover art are in here or not. I don't know All if right. I can take the disappointment if it's not there. <laughs> this is exciting listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, well, here we go. So the cellophane's coming off. Oh, we're getting a commentary as well. Get that selfie anyway, and here what we go now. Listen, this is the noise of the the box opening. Oh, what, what does it smell like? What does it smell like? It smells of a, a box. Good, um, good, good. So inside it, it has uh, just standard cover art and <laughs> one one tiny little leaflet that's got an advert for PlayStation Plus oh, and no. the default controls. Oh no! Yeah, my friend, because oh. the what the reversible cover art is the day one edition. It's what I have because I pre-ordered it from Amazon. Ah, uh, we'll see. It doesn't even say day one edition on the on the Tesco thing, but that might well be the case. Uh, however, I will be rather facetiously going back to the Tesco women and opening up my box and going, eh, "No, no, you were, you were. Where's my online DLC? Oh, it's online, Colin. <laughs> it's online." So there we go. That was uh, that was some wonderful listening. I, I look forward to getting a video games award award for for that that moment. Greatest moment in the podcast. I think I think I've got a chance to redeem myself later on with my special feature, but we'll we'll uh, we'll come to that later on. I can't believe you know we're twenty minutes into the podcast and and you've brought this disappointment upon everyone. I know, I know. Well, that's what you guys do best. So, do <laughs> shit. Oh, you're fine. We've done eighteen. We've had eighteen episodes of bringing disappointment to people. Right, uh, your listeners. Or sorry, listener is used to it. Uh, listener, yes. yeah. I think I find we have at least two listeners: uh, UJ and Peter Paul's brother, well, who's, who's also been on the podcast. Half your listener base for this episode. <laughs> I know that was a terrible idea. The- Let's all remember that Colin doesn't have listeners. Calling his fans. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Listen, I've got documented evidence. I have, uh, uh, we have um, a, a vast number of fan mail delivered, delivered to Oozing. the. Oozing. Oozing piles of it. So much so that we couldn't, we couldn't actually pick any to read out today, but we've got loads of them. We're working through a massive backlog of it. Oh, I'm sure nearly meant towers is full of fan mail. Absolutely. Can't, absolutely over, overwhelmed with it all. I just have to clean it up. Clean them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast You're possibly listening to us through iTunes at the moment Or you could be listening at the website www.nearlymen.com uh, You can find us on Twitter at Nearly Men And Facebook, the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast And you can even email us at info at the That was smooth, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, you like that? That was great You know what I mean? That, no messing about That was lovely <laughs> Well... The, the Nearly Men uh, have have sponsored a tournament. We certainly have. We, we, we have sponsored an invitation-only FIFA tournament, and it's the FIFA, the Nearly Men FIFA Premiership. It is indeed. I'm yes. so excited about this, I can't believe it. It's going to be on I, Saturday. I cannot wait. Colin Little, you're playing. I am playing. Jay Rainey, you're playing. I am indeed. I'm going to win. No, you're not, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go over how excited I am about it. I know, but I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit annoyed that there's there's these uh, these um, cowards with their three and a half star teams. Yeah, yeah we, three- we decided to put a limit on it of three and a half stars uh, per team, and we drew who, to see who could pick which team first. 
Um, Colin and I, you, you and I were pretty near the top. Jay, you yep. were at the middle, weren't you? I was in the middle. Yeah. But I still got the team I wanted. Yeah. Uh, the cheats team. Yeah, cheats team. No, cheats team. Jay picked Ellie Galaxy, which is essentially, what, a four and a half star team in the guise of a three and a half star team. To fair, <laughs> I, I, I didn't pick Celtic because I know Joe Keenan of the Joe Keenan Memorial chart wanted to go them and he was picking directly after me. Didn't want to cause a rabbit, so I thought, oh. I'll be polite. But, but what you... Peter also had picked Picking <laughs> Galaxy, so I inadvertently. <laughs> you, you were never going to win there. You were never no, going to win. It yeah. was. I, I was. Yeah. Starting the bottom the o- up, I do as usual. The only way you could have made yourself more unpopular at the nearly men uh, FIFA league would have been if you had picked Partick Thistle or Motherwell, because. Uh, <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, so you I, went to try and help Joe Keenan out by not selecting Celtic, which, of course, Joe went on to slide. Instead, selected the team that poor Peter Riley, who had been drawn last out of the ball, was waiting <laughs> in the wings thinking nobody's going to go for LA Galaxy. And you swooped in and took it for him. <laughs> and then the thing that made his laugh even more is his second team was almost certainly going to be Celtic. And Joe took that away from him as well. <laughs> destroyed destroyed the last three picks. And then to make things even worse, so he picked he spe- he picked. Spartak Moscow, um, only for Joe Keenan then to launch a steward's inquiry as to whether or not it was a four star or a three and a half star team. <laughs> the main games have started already. Yeah, it's always over. I have a question though. Yes. Are the nearly men as corrupt as FIFA? No, no, no we are pure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, pure corrupt. corrupt <laughs> pure far corrupt. More Just corrupt. have to make sure because both names are attached to this thing, so I want well, at least to make sure there's some up and up. I mean, well, we'll see, we'll no. see, but but the fixtures are um, are, are organised, and I'm I'm quite excited. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think the the, the draw's been done, done quite well, Mister Paolo, I must say, um, and I'm quite excited. I think the the, the first two match days look really quite interesting. Well, I'm, I think, pl- I'm I think, playing you, Jay, in the first game. It's me and you. Ooh. I think I'll get Colin in the second. Oh, oh, see, there we go. There we go. One and, one and two. I'm playing the nearly man. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Getting the yeah. easy games out the way early for myself, and then <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> I'll worry about everyone else. Funnily enough, I, I said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll maybe put up some uh, some highlights. Oh, I but, think that uh, would be quite quite cool. We'll try and get some. We'll try and get some uh, uh, content from it to uh, to bring you yeah. on the next episode if we can, um, or maybe even um, beforehand. We'll see what we can do. But um, yeah, so we're looking forward to the first one. Um, and if this is a roaring success, we might even see if we can open it up a bit next year and maybe even make it a slightly bigger event. Yeah, there is a um, trophy. There is there is a trophy. a trophy. I have seen it with my very own eyes, and I want it. <laughs> I've already picked out a place on my mantelpiece for oh, it. It's not going to fit there, mate. No, it's not because I'm not going to win it. But we'll yeah, see. You never know. You never know. The motherwell can dig deep. Well, they'd have to dig off deep because, unfortunately, because motherwell had such a bad season last year, I would reckon probably in FIFA. In the last few years, Motherwell have probably been a three-star team or uh, maybe a two-and-a-half at the most. But because they were so terrible last season, they're a two-star team. Oh, and I think... Only two stars? They're so only two stars. So and so are Partick Thistle. We're the two-star uh, men. We, we are I, the nearly men. <laughs> I didn't realise that from the pair of you. I just yeah. assumed there were three. Yeah. yeah. So uh, given the fact that, uh, that everybody else is rocking... Uh, Three and a half star teams, bar um, Chris Alexander, who is uh, rocking a, a um, 
Chipotle, uh, Aberdeen are three stars. Yeah, three, yeah. Aberdeen are three stars, uh, and of course Nick Bruce is rocking Bournemouth, Bournemouth. who are of course three and a half. Right. Okay, Premier that? League team. That's a, good uh, That's a good team. Someone else was thinking of Bournemouth. I can't remember who. I think Joe Keenan had an eye, a design ah. on them for a wee while. But, this is slowly uh, just becoming a conversation between the three of us. Yes, I know. I know. This is this is boring, <laughs> people. Um, anyway, so. That's uh, that's all the the background to the the first ever nearly men FIFA league, which is of course FIFA Premiership. Of course, FIFA Premiership. Sorry, I I wasn't there for the corporate branding meeting. (laughs) I ran it by you. Didn't you get the memo? Ah, God, no, no, I did not. (laughs) Wonderful. So yeah, we'll keep you posted about that. Um, Yes, but in the meantime, news. Yes, so we've got an actual bona fide event to discuss. Oh my. Um, Coming to Glasgow on the 11th of June, Saturday the 11th of June, is Glaze Games 8. Um, this sounds like it's going to be absolutely brilliant. It's going to be at the Drygate Brewery in Glasgow. It's quite a trendy kind of pub brewery um, just in the east side, uh, east end of the city. Really cool place. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of kind of cool up-and-coming events. Bands play there. They have a lot of stuff. They have the, they have a beer festival every year. Uh, however, this uh, Saturday, the 11th of June, they are going to be hosting Glaze Games 8, which is, of course, Glasgow's premier local multiplayer games competition Ooh. and event. It's going to kick off at 4pm on the Saturday with a live show, um, which is going to feature uh, various well-known people from the video games uh, scene in Scotland. You mean uh, you and me? Well, no, we're not going to be in the live show. We'll be in oh. the audience like the He said well Hunters. known. Oh, oh sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry. But we are going to go along uh, and see it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, if there is anybody out there who's going to be at Glaze Games, please do come up and see us and say hello. Um, but we're just going along as punters to, to join uh, to, to join in with everyone, have a laugh uh, and watch the show. And uh, after the show at 5pm uh, comes the... Uh, the gaming event which will run until around about midnight Ooh. it's going to have local multiplayer games with over 20 modern and retro gaming machines there's going to be some competitions with great prizes uh, there's going to be a competition for Mario Kart 64, Mario Kart Double Dash and Mario Kart 8 um, so I, I believe the winner of that competition is going to win I think it's a £50 Nintendo um online voucher, you know, for the Nintendo store. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, there's also going to be a Street Fighter Five tournament. I can't wait to see this. I, I mean, I, I'm not going anywhere near it. I'm rotten at Street Fighter. But, lo- but I love it. And I, can't, I haven't actually seen Street Fighter Five played yet, but I can't wait to see uh, folk that are good at it um, kicking some ass. That's going to be really cool. Did we um, see Street, uh, Street Fighter? It wouldn't have been Street Fighter Five, but did we see Street Fighter at Rab Florence's lock-in thing? Is video games empty? We did yeah. indeed. That was Street Fighter Four played on the Xbox 360. This, of course, will be Street Fighter Five um, on the PS4. This will be played. This looks like it's going to be cool. There is a number of other things to be announced um, and will be announced in the, the weeks coming up to it. Um, there is also going to be a quiz involving well-known people from the video games scene, Ooh, which I'm which that, I'm really looking forward to is as that well. You and me, are we are we involved in that? Uh, probably not, no, oh. no, no. But we will be right. hopefully competing in the quiz. Um, right, okay, yeah. Well, uh, so it is involving us then? 
I guess so. I don't know. I haven't seen the full. We, 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 you know, events events are still um, pretty Sheeping. scarce at the moment. Or, Sheeping up. Uh, but we're we're working on it. We're we're, we're we've got some contacts. We're we're chatting away at the moment. Um, if you out there would like to come along to Clay's Games Eight again on Saturday, eleventh of June, you can get your tickets from Eventbrite. Uh, they are seven pounds each. Mm, um, if you just type in. Glaze Games 8, that's 8 with the Roman numeral, so it'll be a V-I-I-I. Um, and of course it is uh, £7 for the tickets, and you can also get them from Eventbrite. And we are hopefully going to hear from Glaze Games head honcho Simon Marshall on the next episode, uh, and he'll be able to give us the lowdown, and you never know, he might even be able to give us a, a bit more details about the, the folk that are coming and maybe some more of the competitions. So really looking forward to this event. This is going to be really cool. If you're uh, into video games at all in the Glasgow scene, in the Glasgow area, or, or even uh, through in Edinburgh or what have you, get yourself through to Glasgow on Saturday, the 11th of June, and, uh, and we'll hopefully see you at Glass Games 8. Wonderful. Very good. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does. Sounds great, doesn't it? Do you know what's next, though, Colin? Oh, what is next, Paul? Cozy's Crumbs. Yes, it's Cozy's Crumbs. Uh, Battlefield 5 is coming out, and it's actually going to be Battlefield 1. I hate that. <laughs> I'm not it's going to be what? It's, it's Battlefield 5 is Battlefield 1. That's what it's going to be called. This is, as bad as, this is as bad as the Expo. Exactly, exactly. So it's going to be set in World War One. I. I mean, if, you, if you've not seen this yet, you've been living under a, a rock or something. Um, set in World War One. It's coming out on the 21st of October 2016. Obviously a contender for your favourite game uh, for Call of Duty. Uh, but uh, yes. vehicles, you're getting biplanes, horses, tanks. Trench warfare. Is it going to be I, exciting I, enough? I cannot wait for this. This is going to be brilliant. Oh. And you know, apart from the slightly um, silly kind of um, chron- chronological um, problems with uh, Battlefield Five becoming Battlefield One, uh, I actually quite like the title. I think it works quite well, um, and I, I think it's going to be absolutely magic. Oh, it is. Are you a Battlefield fan, Jay? Uh, not really. They're a bit kind of slow and plodding mechanics-wise for myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a massive shooter guy though, so I'm not the. I'm not the audience that they're aiming at. at. Ah, fair play, fair play. So, so yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I'm not a huge fan yeah, of the game. No, I, I thought maybe. I, I, I like think it's Battlefield 1914 or Battlefield the Great War or something with a bit more gravitas than Battlefield yes. One. Exactly. Exactly. Battlefield One, but that's just. But it, but it was World War One, so you know, it it, it works. I think. Well, I mean, I, I get what I get from, but it, I don't know. I wonder if Microsoft maybe had a hand in that. It definitely seems as if it is leaning more towards uh, the Xbox for the particularly for this launch anyway. But certainly, the the trailers I've seen have all been kind of play at first on on Xbox, but I'm wondering if that's because of EA Access. Uh, possibly. Possibly. You know, because because I think because it, that was certainly the case with Battlefield. People were getting to play that early on Xbox because they had uh, EA Access, which obviously isn't supported on PlayStation 4, so that might be part of the reason or part of the tie-in, you know? Uh. 
Ah, fair play, fair play. Well, we can all find out when it comes out on the 21st of October 2016. Star Wars Battlefront is to receive a sequel in 2017. You uh, you don't play Battlefront, do you, Jay? No, I do not. No, he is not. I apparently do not like dice. (laughs) Ah, well, there we go. Yes, it, it it seems that way. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed it when Colin and I have obviously spoken quite a lot about it being uh, quite fun but quite shallow. Uh, and it recently was it today it came out that yeah. uh, the the career was essentially chucked at the last minute. The career, yes. not the career. Well, the, I saw the that um, the campaign. Yes, I saw that um, a couple of days ago, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm disappointed by that. I, I'm not surprised because I I did get the impression they were rushing it out to make sure it was out in time for the for uh, the Force Awakens. Mm. But I don't see why if they had started working on the campaign, why they couldn't have then like. Uh, well, I suppose the the danger is if they then patched it in later, it would look like they had brought the game out mm-hmm. without without doing it. But yeah. it just seems a bit much that they kind of. When when they first advertised this, they kind of they kind of made the made the deal that or kind of made it out as though they, they had never planned to have a, a campaign, yeah. and and uh, when actually they did, and then just decided that uh, they, they they wanted to get it sold. Right. So uh, that's disappointing, uh, and I tell you, when the sequel comes out, it bloody better have a single player well, campaign. I, I you know, now they've come up with that. Yeah, definitely. So that's coming out in 2017, and Amy Hennig's visceral Star Wars game is likely to arrive in 2018. So, I guess it means one a year, guys. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I, I'm really excited about a uh, Battlefield uh, Battlefront uh, sequel will be great, but um, Amy Hennig's uh, visceral game—that that sounds like it's going to be really quite something. Do you think it'll be visceral? Uh, well, I, I'll get them done for trades descriptions if it's not. <laughs> Where is this happening? We have Star Trek Online. Oh, Star Trek Online is going to release in PS4 and Xbox One and will remain free to play. And of course, it has six years of experience behind it. Any of you, you know guys what? ever Star Trek Online? No, I certainly haven't. Have you, Jay? I have never trekked the stars online, but yeah. it's free to play. I could be persuaded. I love yeah. a good time waster. Yes. Could, could, it's perfect. I, I'm actually delighted this is free to play. I mean, to be honest, it, it, you know, Star Trek's not my thing. I do like Star Wars. I love it. I do quite like the newer Star Trek movies. You can like um, both. You can like both, I, man. I, I know you can. I know you can. But uh, they've just never quite spoke to me. But, you know, I, I would quite like to give this a go. And the idea that it's free to play sounds great. And with yeah. six years of experience, that, that could be really quite something. So I'll definitely be giving it a go. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, that yeah. was your... Cozy's Crumbs. Your Cozy's Crumbs. Yay. Right, well, uh, you know, I think we're going to we're going to try something a bit different here. Guys, I have decided to make a little feature, a wee competition, and I've decided, seeing as we've got Jay on the podcast here, we've got a guest, I'm going to pit you against each other in Ooh. a little feature that I like to call Nolan North or Trollin' North. Nolan North or Trollin' North. Nolan North or Trollin' North. There you go. <laughs> that was off the that cuff. Was, that was unrehearsed. My fan mail, I said Colin was one with the talent. I may have been wrong. You were dead wrong, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure to get your Paul Kaczynski fan mail in next week, everybody. Uh, yeah, so so we are going to play a little game called Nolan North or Trolling North. Nolan and this basically, North or Trolling North. Nolan North or Trolling North. Sorry. 
if you're going to do that every time, this is going to be a problem because there's an awful lot that centers around that terrible bit of world <laughs> wordplay. You okay, I'll stop. Sorry. So, I was thinking about this earlier on when I was uh, thinking about uh, Uncharted and things like that. Of course, Nolan North is a, a very famous video games voice actor, but you know, he's done an awful lot of video games voices so i decided to to have a wee rummage through his imdb credits i hasten to add i don't want you going anywhere near imdb i no. will know if you're cheating i don't trust However, you i'm gonna i'm not that fast at typing do not you worry <laughs> i'm gonna list i'm gonna give you a game and a character in that game and you need to decide whether or not nolan north does the voice of that character or if he doesn't so rather right. than a true or false of course if you believe he does do that voice then you say Nolan North and if you believe he does not do that voice then you say Trollin North and I'm, and I'm going to write down your scores and we're going to find out who wins right. uh, afterwards so we're going to start off with a nice easy one uh, nice easy one is of course from Uncharted 4 and the character's name is Nathan Drake is it Nolan North or Trollin North Nolan North Nolan North from J. Uh, are we both doing it right? Nolan yes. North, yeah, yeah. And Nolan North from Paul. You are both correct. It yes. is indeed Nolan North. Well done, boys. Well done. It, they will get harder. Is Okay, here we go. What, so the next what's game. The prize? What, what's the prize? Uh, Eternal Glory. I get your place on the podcast if I win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't tempt me to lose <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go uh, so the next one is from Batman Arkham Knight and the character's name is Jason Todd is it Nolan North or Trollin North Trollin North Nolan North <sighs> so, Jay, so Jay went Nolan North and Paul Kaczynski went Trollin North. North and the winner is it is Trollin North! Yes. Well done, Paul Kaczynski. Uh, yes, Nolan North, actually, he does do a voice in Bar Batman Arkham Knight, but he does the voice of Oswald Cobblepot, the Penguin. The voice of Jason Todd is done by Troy Baker. Yeah. They're the same person. They're not the no, they're, same. no, they're not. And, and of course, uh, look forward to next week's feature, which will be Troy Baker or Troy Faker. <laughs> <laughs> this one's got legs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not really. This pretty much those are the only two, apart from that and Ashley Johnson. And I can't think of something that'll rhyme with that name. But <laughs> anyway, back to the the game in hand. So uh -huh. at the moment, Paul has taken a one point uh, one point lead. Yes. So Paul is winning two two one at the moment. Okay, so we're going to go to Star Wars: The Old Republic, Knights of the Fallen Empire, mm -hmm. and the character's name is Jedi Consular Male. Is it Nolan North or Trollin North? Trollin North. Trollin North. Jay went Nolan. No, I said Trollin. Oh, you went Trollin, sorry. And Paul went Trollin as well? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, Jay, you're going to regret that because it is, in fact, Nolan North. Oh. I need to make up points. This thing, I'm different. But yeah, so I'm afraid that is... I was honest. Right, so that is still... That is still Paul 2-1 in front. Okay, so we're now going to bring it up to Lego Dimensions. And Paul, you'll like this. The character's name is General Zod. General now, Zod. In Lego Superman? In Lego Dimensions, General Zod. Is, it, is he Nolan North or Trollin North? Jay? Nolan North. Jay goes Nolan North. Paul? <sighs> Trollin North. Paul goes trolling north, and 
Let's have a wee look. So, General's order is indeed Nolan North. Well done, James. And we're going 2-2. Two, two. Very good. A wee Desmond, exactly. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> Next up, right, boys, there's not, not long left. We have got three left to go, so, you know, let's see how this is going to go. Okay. okay, so we're going to bring it up to one of the best games of last generation and actually one of the best games of this generation in uh, remastered form. And we're going to The Last of Us. Paul, give us the little song. You like to sing? The Last of Us. That's the one. The Last of Us. Could, could be further from the game, that. Yeah, no, certainly could. The delay is quite off. It is indeed. It is indeed. It was so, rejected, to be fair. We have The Last of Us, the video the game, and the character's name is Bill. If you remember the character Bill, very important character in The Last of Us. Now, is Bill Nolan North or Trollin North? Oh, man. Oh, God, I don't know. Jay, Nolan or Trollin? Trollin. Jay goes trolling. Paul? Nolan North. Paul goes Nolan. Well, Bill from The Last of Us is indeed trolling North. Yes! Uh, I'm afraid I, I was a little nasty here, a, a little cheeky, because uh, the the voice of uh, Bill is in fact W. Errol Brown, who of course was in Deadwood and various other movies, including uh, the se- second season of... Um, uh, True Detective, which wasn't very good. However, Nolan North does do a voice in The Last of Us, but he does the voice of David. So that was a bit unfortunate. Okay, so Jay has taken a 3-2 lead. Oh, man. With two to go, Paolo. The the nearly men's glory is resting on your shoulder. You've got to sort this. Right. Okay. So we're going to go back to the last generation. We're going to go to the game Bioshock Infinite. Now, the main character in that was, of course, Booker DeWitt. But was he Nolan North or Trollin North? Jay? Uh, trollin. You're going Trollin? Yeah. And Paolo? Uh, uh, trollin as well, yeah. Paul's going Trollin. You are correct. It is, of course, video game favourite Troy Baker. Okay, so we have gone... Let me see. We are 4-3 to Jay. Oh, I probably should have let Jay go first to make that exciting. But we've got one... <laughs> I'm sorry, let Paul go first. We have got one question left, and I am going to let Paolo answer this one first to right. see if he can sneak a draw. Okay. We are going to, we're going for a wee sea shanty here, Paul. We are going to Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, and the oh. character's name is Desmond Miles. Is he Nolan North oh, or no. Trollin North? Oh, no. Desmond Miles. Ah, oh, that's terrible. Um,. Uh, it's no, uh, Nolan North. It's Nolan you're going, North. You're going Nolan North? Yeah. But Jacob, if, if, are you going Nolan oh. or Trollin? I can be tactical and pick the same, so that if it's right, it's right, but I'm well, going to pick Trollin North. Just, just for go. entertainment. <laughs> for entertainment. <laughs> I have not played Black Flag. <laughs> he goes Trollin North. Well, here we go. And the final question here for the for the possibility of Paul Kaczynski grabbing a quick, uh, a sneaky draw at the end. Assassin's Creed for Black Flag. Desmond Miles is indeed Nolan North. Paolo gets the draw. 4-4. And unfortunately, unfortunately, (laughs) I did not create a tiebreaker. So So the first ever version of Nolan North versus Trollin North ends in a 4-4 draw. What an exciting game. Well done, everybody. Give yourselves a round of applause. That's brilliant. We should bring that back for every guest that comes on. 
Yeah, we'll either do Nolan North, Trolling North, or uh, we'll do uh, Troy Baker, <laughs> Troy Faker, or, or whatever else I can find. I'll try and work on some funny puns. But there we go, I'm counting that. I'm chalking that up for a win. Did, you, right. did you come up with the title for that? I, I did indeed. That well done. So there you go. That's, <laughs> that's, your, that's your first ever version of Nolan North or Trolling North uh, finishing a draw. Brilliant. The fairest way. Excellent. You guys like free games, don't you? We do indeed. The best kind. Yeah. Spe- especially when you pay a subscription. Well, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> there's no, uh, no new announcements to make to, uh, this month uh, for the freebies. We're still in May. So for the games with gold, you're still getting, for the whole of April, Defence Grid 2, Tower Defence, uh, Xbox One. Uh, the 16th of May to the 15th of June, you're getting Costume Quest 2, which is an RPG, which you pick the costumes for people to wear. that's on Xbox One and from the 16th to the 31st of May you're still getting Peggle on the Xbox 360 PlayStation Plus wise Colin's already said we've got Tropical 5 The Dictator Sim from PS4 Tabletop Racing which Jay and I are addicted to Combat Racer PS4 Switch Galaxy Ultra for the PS4 and Vita you're still getting Bionic Commando Rearmed 2 on the PS3 oh you did very well with this last time Loco Roco Cocor that that game with a name Loco Roco Cocoreco very good I'm sure that's a ch at the end surely Cocorecho 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 it's an inter- did, did, did we ever find out if it's an interactive screensaver no because I never bothered to download it I'll need to try it <laughs> I'll need to check it <laughs> I've only got a few days to go that's available on the PS3 and on the Vita uh, slash PSP if you've still got it uh, God of War Ghost of Sparta download that if you can it is a good game it's really worth playing and it's one of the only kind of sort of triple A games you've got on the on the Vita it's it's worth playing it's good Jay do you know this game Loco Roco Coco Roco Coco 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 I do not know ah, you were our only hope <laughs> isn't it a, that's, that, isn't that just some sort of Kylie Minogue song some sort of Spanish language version. Oh man, that's a big stretch. It sounded like Paul was having issues. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> issues. Do you know it's my favourite time of the month? It sure is. Because you know what time it is. It's Callan Little's little trivia. Oh yeah. You got all the good and bits. I, and actually, I decided to uh, to do. You know, seeing as we've got Jay on the the podcast, of course, he's been a friend of mine for a long time, and I know him quite well. And his gaming. Well, I decided to have a sort of Jay theme to the little trivia That's this beautiful. week. So, beautiful. so the first one is, of course, from the original game Diablo. Jay, mm-hmm. a favourite of yours. It is indeed. Yes. Well, did you know, Jay, that when the de- demonic villain Diablo is released at the end of Diablo One, he says something in a bizarre language. When played backwards. The voice is English and it says, eat your vegetables and brush after every meal. <laughs> I did not, no. So there you go, there's a wee bit of uh, Colin Little's little trivia. And do you eat your vegetables and brush after every meal, Jay? I'm not sure about the vegetables, but... but the brushing I'm not sure about the brushing after every meal. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And a second little bit of G-themed uh, Colin Little's little trivia is from Doom 2, which of course is a, is quite topical this week, seeing as the Doom re-release has come out and, and is doing rather well, actually. I know some reviews have been sniffy, but the folk on my Twitter feed are absolutely loving it. Meh. Um, Meh. 
but uh, Doom 2 was released in 1994, which of course was the year that Kurt Cobain shot himself with a shotgun. And the level Doom 2, or the Doom 2 level Nirvana, contained a shotgun in this starting sector mm. as a little homage to it, possibly a little sick joke. Uh, and I remember that level that, that did, in fact, that was indeed the case. Too soon, Nirvana. man. Yeah, <laughs> it, did, it did seem a bit soon. Not sure didn't it? homage is the word they use. <laughs> oh man! It, it, well, yeah, yeah. It still feels a bit soon, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So I saw that and thought I better, I better put it up there. But uh, yes, so the level is called Nirvana, and the, basically the second it starts, there's just a big shotgun waiting for you. That's bizarre. Yeah, slightly yeah. insensitive. And yeah, is well, it, slightly. Is it definitely deliberate. It's got to be. There's no. There's no way. There's no way it wasn't. You know, I remember as a as a young boy playing that level and being aware of that connection. So, yeah, I must have been. Must have been. Uh, you know, that was the most horrible coincidence of all time. <laughs> that games are rarely accidental. Yes, that's true. That's true. So there you go. That was your um, slightly uh, dark Colin Little's little trivia. Well, it wouldn't be aimed at me if it wasn't dark. <laughs> so, Colin Little's. <laughs> Little trivia. That was a dark was, jingle for you there. That was like Tom Waits doing it. Yeah, got a little, little trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. What's next? Well, well, I think it's time to uh, to focus our um, our dark energy towards our guest, the man of the moment, Mister G. Rainey, and uh, and just uh, find out a little bit about about G's uh, life as a gamer. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so uh, take it away. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Jay, how uh, you know what 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 started you out in gaming? What's your kind of earliest kind of gaming my memories? F- my first gaming memory is my dad bringing home uh, an Amstrad Ooh, computer. Uh-huh. They used to take cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Someone from his work um, gave him it, and it came with a box of cassette tapes. Oh, wow. I remember just, I mean, they took forever to load up. Yeah. But I remember just sitting up at the kitchen table and just running through this box, Brilliant. playing like Rick Dangerous and a whole bunch of others. I, I couldn't even tell you the name of it. I was Ooh. so young, they didn't even register. Did the Amstrad load like the Spectrum? Am I right in thinking that? With your, think so. the horrible noise and the lines down yeah. the side and all that? Yeah. Yep. Horrific. It was. <laughs> It was absolutely mental. Do you know what I loved about that era? Though you bought these, um, you bought these games out of these in- enormous cardboard boxes, and then it was just this tiny little cassette <laughs> inside it. You know, you're like, you know, especially the Commodore era was definitely that. You got this kind of like cartridge in this humongous box. That the carried box over like- though. That carried over to like CD-ROMs and all that as well. I remember. Yeah. The Tomb Raider was like a huge box where just just a CD in it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing Mist. Missed for the Apple Mac as well, and it was mm-hmm. this enormous box like the size of like the Argos catalog or something like that. <laughs> there are other catalog shops available. There are indeed, yes. <laughs> we're, not, we're not on the BBC, we can say whatever we want. <laughs> so, you know, so you're sitting down with your Amstrad and you're playing Rick Dangerous. And yeah, we used to play those till, uh, and then I um, ended up getting Sega. I was a Sega kid, one of those. Sega. Castle system and Mega Drive. Yep. Um, I played a ton of Golden Axe Warrior. Oh, classic. Essentially, Zelda. Um, it's not the Golden Axe everyone remembers. It was 
That's right, yeah. Yeah, it was on the Master System, not the Mega Drive. The, everyone remembers Golden Axe on the Mega Drive, which was the three characters, the Dwarf, the Amazon, and the Warrior. And that was the one that went, that was basically just the street, 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 Streets of Rage. Yeah. Reload. Yeah. But uh, Golden Axe Warrior was just like Zelda 1, where it was the eight dungeons, and you had to go and collect the crystals from each dungeon, and level up your sword and your shield and your armor and get the canoe and... It was a kind of top-down sort of RPG sort of thing, wasn't it? It was very yeah. very linked to the past sort of thing, wasn't well, yeah, it? Yeah, kind of gauntlet-type thing, is that what you're... Uh, yeah. Kind That's, of, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was essentially just a clone of the, the original Legend of Zelda, but yeah. for Sega. Yeah. But of course, at the time, I didn't know what Zelda was. To me, it was just a great game. I loved it. I played summers of that game. <laughs> and I never completed it until I bought... Recently, last year, I bought a Master System, complete in, in a case, and then I bought the, the game on eBay for, like, 30 bucks. Wow. <laughs> Played through it to complete it, because I never could as a child, just because I didn't understand some of the what, later areas. What you were doing and things. Um, and I was like, I want to complete that game, so I found a cheap Master System on Gumtree. And, and a not-so-cheap not game. And a not-so-cheap <laughs> That game was not, wasn't that popular, and it's quite rare. And to buy a box copy, you're talking upwards of forty fifty. Wow! I just got, I just got a loose cartridge. Wow! Prayed, prayed it worked, and it did. And, and you and you still did did it automatically transport you back to to your youth. Yep, loved it. Loved wow. every second of it. It was fantastic. Wow. It was a great game. That'd be great. I'd love I'd love a shot of that. Actually, I'd love to see. I, I think I remember playing it very briefly once a long, long time ago. Um, as I said, as we've discussed before, I, I was very much a Nintendo kid growing up, but uh, I had a couple of pals who had Master Systems Seekers, and, and so you would vicariously kind of live through them. You would play the odd game, you know, but uh, but never never a huge amount of them, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what what happened after the Sega? Um, Sega. It was massive Mega Drive, and then it was onto the PlayStation. Oh. Life went three D and was never the same again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how how quickly were you were you quite an early adopter of a PlayStation? Did you get one a bit later on? Uh, I was quite early. Well, yeah, no, I got one in primary school, so I was quite. That is early. Yeah, it's quite early. I came home from school one day, and my dad did, did, left it in the living room. That and a copy of Crash Bandicoot. Oh. oh. I love the fact that your dad just appears with game consoles out yeah, of the living room. I don't remember how the Mega Drive and Master System, I assume they were Christmas presents. I don't remember getting them. But I remember coming in from school and my dad's like, oh, there's something in there for you. Oh, yes. And wow. Sony PlayStation and a, a copy of Crash Bandicoot sitting there. And I was like, I love you. Oh, <laughs> I have, I have to story. be honest. I, I, of course, know your dad. Your dad. Joe rather well, and he is a legend, and that is unbelievably cool. I, I, that that he's he's gone even higher up in my estimations. That is awesome. <laughs> there's some there's something still beautiful, like if your 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 partner or your friend or whatever gives you a game that you weren't expecting. It's just something something magical about it. I love it. Are you are you dropping a hint in case your wife's listening? <laughs> uncharted four. Uncharted four. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, in fact, the Uncharted collection, the remastered versions, was you know the wife. That coming, was a gift. Yeah. The wife coming back from the shops, going, "Oh, there's something in the bag for you as well." Just the same kind of thing as the PlayStation. Like, yes. Oh, happy days. 
Well, let's not forget, Paul. She, she did discuss with your fellow nearly men about what, or nearly men about what game to get you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know, tell her Bobby horse adventures. You're doing your job wrong, Colin. Yeah, well, to be honest, I should <laughs> I should have told her to get like the evil within or something like that. That would have been oh a good laugh. Oh my god. Oh well, she did get me Alien Isolation, I think, which was another one of your recommendations. I think that's right. I uh, still not you, finished it. It scared you so much. You gave me a load of it. <laughs> Did oh, no, you didn't. No, no, no. no. I, I, I said I'll give you it when I finished it. I've got a copy of it up there, but it's uh, it's our it's friend of the podcast alley. He gave me a lot of yeah. <laughs> so I can't keep my alien isolation. My alien isolation's in the freezer. <laughs> yes, yes. That's that's not great for Blu-ray discs, by the way. <laughs> so then, PlayStation. Oh, your world opened up, Jay. Uh, I um just Final Fantasy games and. Yeah, I remember getting Final Fantasy VII pre-owned from a swap shop down in Dumbarton High Street. Oh, yes. Um, I, I must have traded about four games. Like, terrible, terrible. I mean, the PlayStation had tons of games. Most of them were terrible. So many games. <laughs> so many games. I mean, it got to one point where the swap shop stopped taking copies of Onside Soccer and Psychic Force. <laughs> because <laughs> they had so many copies of these games that they actua Soccer 5. They just they couldn't, they couldn't get rid of them. I think I remember that shop. Were they not using soccer. copies of 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 Sensei Soccer to prop the door open at one point? Like <laughs> they were. So actual I, soccer. I, I, I completely the forgot about actual, actual soccer. That's brought, that's brought back loads of memories now. <laughs> and uh, I, and I seen this. Uh, the first time I'd ever seen a, a double disc, and I was like, "What Ooh. is that?" It was just white with a Final Fantasy VII logo on it. But it's bigger than a normal PlayStation disc, and I'm like, yeah, I have to own that. That that is different. I, I want that game, and mm. yeah, that's just another kind of milestone. <laughs> yeah. And do you remember those beautiful black discs that this the PlayStation had? Black so bottom good. discs. They were so cool. Oh, those are really rare now. Yeah, but yeah, that game I remember playing through. <sighs> you, like. Hours, I felt like hours. I'm like, I must be nearly finished this game. And I'm like, there's still two more discs to go. <laughs> you know, just at the end of Midgar, which is the opening area, essentially, you can do it now in a few hours. Cause but, I know well, there still... were so many thought, folk, folk that thought Midgar was pretty much the end of the game. Because at the time, like things like Crash Bandicoot and that, like, that was the length of a game like that. Yeah. So you'd been playing through and you'd done so much, and you're like, oh, this must be the dead boss, this must be... I must be near the end of it, and then that, you and know, of course, barely even at the start. Yeah. And it's that moment where you go out into the the open world, and you've got a three D world, and you're running around, and and it was like nothing you'd ever seen before. Um, I mean, albeit you know the scale was all really weird, and like, you were like running over mountains, and cloud was the size of a mountain, and things like that. But um, but it was just like nothing you'd ever seen before, and you would run into. I mean, as it went on, you would run in these random battles every couple of seconds, and it got a bit frustrating. But um, but it was quite something. I mean, I, you know, we've discussed before they're not really making the games Final Fantasy, but I do remember Final Fantasy VII as being quite a formulative game. A friend of mine, uh, Andrew, he had the game and absolutely adored it. Um, and I would like I would be around at his house every day or so, and we would we would play through sections of it. And um, as a result, because it was so heavily story-based as well, I, I, I became quite absorbed in it myself. And it was one of the first games I remember where you could actually change the name of characters, you know? Yeah. Um, so so obviously Andrew, he Cloud was Andrew, but he made Barrett 
uh, Colin. And, and uh, of course, there's a, a moment quite early on in the game where it looks like Barrett's maybe snuffed it. And I remember being absolutely gutted, absolutely <laughs> gutted. Uh, and it was just, uh, it was a great game. It was amazing. And I know, I, I mean, how many times have you completed that game now, Jay? Um, oh, I don't know. I platinumed it when it got released on the PS4 at Christmas. Yeah. The, the PSX. I downloaded it that afternoon and within about a week I had platinumed it. Because wow. um, I know it so well, so it didn't take that long. And the, yeah. the times three speed, so you can speed up the running, the battles, everything. So you can speed through the bits that you you know so kind of you know so well that you don't have to really think about. Which, well, that's which that's quite good. Time, saved about a leveling. Yeah, I yeah we must have completed that game upwards of eight times. <laughs> Incredible! Incredible! It's, yeah, it's just it's just it's just part of me now. <laughs> was uh, would you say that that was your favourite game of the PlayStation era? <sighs> Yes, of the PlayStation, yeah. One, you know, the PlayStation. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. <clears throat> I don't think it's the best Final Fantasy game, but it's probably my favourite. Yeah. Okay, okay. What, what was after that? Um, after that, it was, nah, the, the rest of the Final Fantasy games, and then came the PlayStation 2, which mm. my brother actually bought when he was younger, and I persuaded him to get it because <laughs> FF10 had come out. <laughs> I couldn't afford the PlayStation 2 and he could and he was and I'm like yeah you should get it it's really good and he was just kind of getting into he was just kind of getting into gaming so I gave him that shove and the day he bought it I bought FF10 because I knew his bedtime was earlier than mine and he went to bed <laughs> that machine was all mine I love that I love that that you couldn't afford the PlayStation but you could afford FF10 and that was and that was all you needed you knew <laughs> You knew the perfect plan was formulating. That's it. And yeah, fantastic. Fantastic indeed. Uh, the PS2 that? was a cracking machine. It really was. I mean, the PS1 was was um, was great, right? It was a good machine. However, uh, the PS2 really, I think that was when PlayStation really cemented themselves as, you know, I mean, the PlayStation 2 is the best. Is it not the best selling console of all time? The Wii, I think, is. But other than that, yeah. Oh, mm. you might be right with the Wii. It might be right. Um, Just because everyone, grands and families and old folks' homes and everyone's got a Wii. Yeah. But as, yeah. as far as pure gaming, the PS2, I think yeah. it is. There was something mental, though. Like, see, like, FIFA. That was still being made on PlayStation 2 until, like, last three years ago or something like that. I'm sure it was last year. Because, like, in places like Brazil, um, they're, they're, you know, they're still playing the PS2. Yeah, well, they got they got it really late, didn't they? South the kind of South America got the PlayStation Two considerably, you know, a, a, a large number of years after everybody else. And modern games consoles are taxed really highly over there. Yeah, because um, they're talking about the PSVR being like a thousand dollars over there because taxes and the government and stuff. Um, so the PS2 for a lot of the poorer folk is what they use and football is massive in South America quite right so uh, if yeah. people are still printing FIFA games they still get bought for the PS2 which is what, you don't need VR you can just sit at home and play FIFA on your PS2 and then if you need something else play Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty that's what you need that'll do you uh, those games are brilliant yeah yeah <laughs> So that's that's cool. So so, what was your you know what was was that your defining moment on PS2, or was there anything else that really caught you? 
No, it was FF10. Um, looking back, I can't, I can't think of anything else that outshined it at the time. Now I can because I've since played other games, but at the time it was FF10 for me. The big game for me, I would say, and that was was Grand Theft Auto Three on the PS2. When that uh, came out, that was a real game changer, and of course, the, the Vice City was far and away even better. Um, and then, I still, it still staggers me that San Andreas was a PS2 game. Yeah, San Andreas is my favourite of the three for the PS2. I mean, that was just astonishing. What a, a technical it, marvel it is. That's unbelievable. That's on sale just now in the PSN for anyone who wants to go back up. I, I would mm. be great, really, <laughs> really tempted to go back all and the, play that. All the PS2 ones are on one of the March Madness sales or the, the digital discount sale, one of them. Brilliant. Uh, the, the PS2 and Manhunt is also on sale. Oh. That's an, another amazing game. That was PS2 as well. That was a yep. great game. Um, and they now, of course, all have trophy support as well, and they are um, they've been tidied up as well. As far as I'm aware, they're um, they are uh, HD. I mean, obviously, they're still they're still PS2 games, but they're going to be a lot sharper. And I think they've tried to cut down on some of the glitching and some of the popping and various things that that were were issues originally as well. So the games are literally not going to ever look as as good as they are now. You know, they're, they're looking mm. great, and of course have full trophy support. So I'm I'm really excited. I I will go back and play at least one of them again. Um, I just don't know. I mean, I I loved Vice City. The the soundtrack of Vice City was so good, but but the the feeling of freedom of uh, San Andreas was just incredible. Three cities, the the, the jetpack flying over the mountain, Mount Chiliad and all that. It was just, it was an astonishing game. Uh, apparently, it- apparently there's a guy on Metacritic um, saying that there's, on one of the reviews from way back when it originally got released about the, I think it's the third GTA, talking about the, the hidden third city where there's a... <laughs> I have seen this, yeah. Okay. Arguing with him, he's like, no, 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 there's really a blacksmith hidden in GTA. A massive, <laughs> massive argument. Like, Back in the day where, where the internet couldn't prove you wrong, and right. it's, been, it's been there for years, and folk have been off their nut about it. Uh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Just fantastic. Very good. Okay, so so what came next then, Jay? Uh, I then jumped ship from the SS ship Sony to... Um, the 360. Uh, mm. <laughs> your Don't you know machine. what podcast you're on here? I know, hey. I know. The Sony sponsored nearly, man. No, we're not sponsored, <laughs> but if they would like to sponsor us, then that would be wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, on you go. I moved to 360 mostly because the PSD was expensive, and at the time there was more games that I wanted to play on the 360. Yes, yeah. there was a whole load of JRPGs, and there were I think, a bunch of them for not that much money. After buying the system and Skyrim, oh my, uh, not Skyrim, uh, uh, Oblivion, Oblivion, because I bought Oblivion and made it come out on my PC. Yes, I remember this. I remember this very well. Too. Could not run it, and I was <laughs> heartbroken, and I couldn't afford to upgrade it. So I lent it to a friend. <laughs> a, very, a very dear friend. A, a very dear friend who never runs a podcast. <laughs> and I never got it back because I didn't need it back. And yep. yeah, I, yeah, then the Elder Scrolls games. I'd played Morrowind and things on the PC, but uh, Oblivion on the 360, just incredible. 
Well, Dude, I Oblivion was brilliant. I remember my brother losing hours to Oblivion, if memory serves. Hours and hours and hours. I loved it, and you know, Skyrim never really, never really quite um, com- compared. I, I preferred Oblivion so much more. I mean, of course, Skyrim had some great moments, and I liked the dragon fights and all that, but Oblivion was just such a better world to be in, I thought. Uh, it was a great game. I absolutely adored it. I, I I was lucky my PC did run it. It didn't run it particularly well, but it did run it, um, and I played played a fair bit of it when, of course, poor Jay, I, I profited out of his misery. Um, <laughs> and then a long time later, I got, uh, I got a PS3 myself, and when I got the PS3, the game I bought with my PS3 was Oblivion, and I stunk mm. hundreds of hours into it. Uh, a great game. Absolutely brilliant. Uh and yeah, it was just incredible. yeah, it was great. So, what was your your number one game for the Xbox 360 then? Uh, oof. Probably Oblivion. Not Red Dead Redemption. I never really played the Red Dead games. <laughs> I'm about to get chopped off. Yeah, yeah. I think exactly. we're losing connection. We're losing you, Jay. We're losing you. But <laughs> you too. Right. Connection's getting really bad. <laughs> No, no, don't say that. He's hosting the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you might. Well, I mean, no, I never really, I never really played them. I then not even never really. I didn't play them. My oh. brother played them a little bit, and I, I watched him play them. Oh. So I've seen bits and pieces, but no, it's not something I ever. I, I when they came out, I was kind of finishing up uni, and money was kind of short, and games were. Sparse. I picked games that I could sink an awful lot of time into. Yeah. Well, RPGs, JRPGs, or PC games. I can assure you, you can sink an awful lot of time into Red Dead Redemption. I, uh, I can certainly testify <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, well, if a if a HD remaster ever appears of that, that's the game you want to get. Jay, it's brilliant. Mm. Yeah, I think I probably will pick other than HD remaster comes around. Yeah, well, what a game it is. What a game. But not to uh, take away from Oblivion. Oblivion was good. Oh, uh, Oblivion I, I didn't fantastic. play much of it. Uh, I'm not a huge Elder Scrolls fan, but um, from what I've seen of it and what I did play, yeah. I mean, I, I can't. I literally cannot watch Game of Thrones without thinking of Skyrim. Yeah, do you know, I, I actually think uh, Oblivion's actually probably more Game of Thronesy because... Uh-huh. Uh, it's a bit, of course, Skyrim's very much like the North and, you know, Beyond the Wall and things like that, but, but actually, the North. Uh, but, uh, King in the North, the North. but, um, but Oblivion's got a real kind of feel of, you know, King's Landing and, and, and that sort of the Riverlands and all that kind of thing. I just, I, I thought it was just a wonderful place to be. I, I loved the, the scale of it. The, and it just, it was one of those first games that I ever felt where you literally could just go for a wonder and just happen across the most incredible stuff. Mm. Great games. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of like a fantasy sandbox. My brother once um, got a madness spell, made, you can craft your own magic, crafted yeah. a madness spell and made it massive and put it over the, maybe in Bruma, and sent everyone into a rage, and they all kill, <laughs> killed each other. And the same, they just massacred massacre each other. Is it? Yeah, it's just my town now. I just live in it. No one else. Everyone else <laughs> they killed each other. There were just bodies lying across. It just he viewed it as his. All the houses were unlocked. So it was just his city where he kept this stuff. That's almost as bad as when I was playing. Uh, 
uh, Fallout 3 and, and started a quest in this town and they were talking about this bomb and then I kind of got bored and walked away and uh, never found the town again because it had blown up. Oh. <laughs> oh, Turns out I had massacred hundreds of people and then spent the entire game wondering why bad things happened to me and <laughs> bad things kept happening to me because I had, I had the blood of about a million people on my conscience. Instant karma's going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> so that was great. Oh, no, those sort of games, those Bethesda open world games really are brilliant and I can't wait to get a proper, pure, single player um Elder Scrolls game again because it'll be so wonderful to be mm. back, back in that world. Yeah, I mean the Elder Scrolls Online's come a, came a long way from its original release. It, it yeah, certainly yeah. has. I, I, we need to get back into it. We've not really played a huge amount of it yet, have we, Paolo? No, we have not at all. No, no. So that was Xbox 360. What was the next step, Mister Rainey? The PlayStation Four. Oh, PlayStation. oh <laughs> for the players. It is indeed. <laughs> And so far, I mean, you might have answered this already tonight, but so far, what is the game of PlayStation 4? Oh, um, probably Dark Souls. Oh, Dark Souls. Uh, as an outsider looking in, that certainly seemed to be the game that you I, got grabbed by the most. I, well, I think I wasn't expecting it. Like, I played, I had never played any of the Uncharted games. And, and or the last of us actually and in the last since February I've played through four Uncharted's now and the last of us yep yeah. um, all of them are brilliant but they all play quite similar the story is what drags you through those games I don't yeah. think anything spectacular gameplay wise uh-huh. uh, nothing new, I really. think they're mechanically they're they're not always the most robust but you, the reason you keep playing those games is to find out what happens, is to yeah. find out what's going, to find out the twists and the turns, and that drags you by the neck. Yeah, yeah. They, they are incredibly immersive and incredibly uh, cinematic. They aren't. They aren't necessarily uh, the most kind of um, exciting mechanically. They are quite similar. Certainly, the early Uncharted games. Have follow very similar kind of tropes, and then uh, you know even the Last of Us itself had quite a bit of um, pushing boxes about or Ferry and Ellie about in that bloody pallet in the water. <laughs> but but uh, but still, it, it never took away from my. I adore those games. The, the Last of Us is, is one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had as, as a gamer. It was just yeah, astonishing. I'd agree with that. Uh, yeah. Um, but, I, but I take your point but yeah for an actual visceral kind of gameplay experience Dark Souls really is incredible um, and, and Dark Souls 3 is great although I, I, I have to be honest I think uh, of my experience of course I only played a tiny little bit of Dark Souls 1 um, and I've not completed Dark Souls 3 yet but as far as I'm concerned Dark Souls 2 is the best See the internet would disagree with you uh, I know the internet is a vast pool of uh, like opinions coming every way. Yeah, mm-hmm. from what I see, it seems to be the kind of the le- the lesser of the of all of them. It seems to be everyone's least favorite. So, so they say. I mean, I don't know whether it's just you know because because it was kind of like my first love. It was my first well, it could experience well of Dark Souls, and therefore uh, it's the one that kind of struck the most the biggest chord with me. I don't know, but um, but yeah, it's great. Uh, and of course, it'd be interesting to see Jay if you if you maybe uh, find yourself drawn to Bloodborne a bit more now that you've you've caught the Dark Souls bug. And I'm less interested in Bloodborne because it's less stat based and it's less fantasy based. 
and it's a bit less tactical, but I am I'm considering playing through Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, and the Scholar of the First Sin. Yep, play all the yep. Dark Souls games. Yeah, um, just because it's a bit more plodding and a bit a bit more careful, and the Sword and Shield is just uh, appeals to me a bit more. I would, I would consider, you know, give give Bloodborne some consideration at some point, though, because it really is quite something. Uh, and certainly until this year, it was definitely probably head and shoulders PlayStation's best, the PS4's best game. Um, so uh, it's certainly worth trying. Uh, and, you know, when I saw it, I bought it because it was a From Software game, not because it necessarily, it, it didn't really strike a chord with me the same sort of way. I certainly preferred more the fantasy side of things however um the mechanics of it were just brilliant and, and it, it's different from the souls games but at the same time it is still a souls game um and it oh it'll hit you hard and it's i feel i think bloodborne's probably harder than dark souls 3 is um i loved it uh, but i but uh, i probably you know i still feel i felt more at home playing dark souls um, which of course is wonderful yeah, I would have to agree. Dark Souls is wonderful. Yeah. Can't argue with you there as much. Yeah. as my natural. Or just to disagree with. You. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> contrary, contrary together. So, and and uh, of course, um, I, I suppose you've had a pretty special experience playing uh, Uncharted as well. Uncharted Four. Uh, Uncharted Four has been brilliant as well. Um, brilliant. It's clearly taken some massive inspiration from The Last of Us. Yep. Uh, right. But what I, what I do here is though it still is very much an uncharted game. It's it's certainly taken influence from the Last of Us and learned from the Last of Us, but it's not all doom and gloom and dark, which was what people kind of speculated. I, I think it's still got that Indiana Jones kind of feel to it. Yeah, definitely. As at its core, a kind of swashbuckling adventure. Game. That's good. That's good. Um, and there's lots of climbing, swinging, that kind of thing. I can't wait. I'm going to be getting stuck into it tomorrow evening. I cannot wait. Someone has to finish it because I want to talk about it and can. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I'll I'll get through it as quickly as I can. Uh, and then look into the future, Jay. Um, what 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 are you looking forward to coming in in the coming months? Well, I have uh, two pre-orders in at the moment, and one arrived two days ago. Oh. So I have a ton of games. <laughs> So what have you got coming then? What what's your pre-orders and what what has arrived? Yesterday or two days ago, um, Valkyria Chronicles. Oh yeah, uh, remastered came. It was like seventeen quid. It came late in the PS3's life, and I only I, I never played it. Um, it's a kind of tactical, turn-based RPG. It's Japanese, but it's set kind of alternate history, World War One, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, supposed to be very good, kind of squad. Yeah, it's supposed to be fantastic. And is this on the Vita or the PS4? PS4. PS4. Uh-huh. I, I knew there was a remaster coming. I think there was real hope that it was maybe going to come to Vita. I don't know if that, that's I'm not sure happening. if the Vita can, will be able to deal could, with could it. Could cope with it. Yeah. Might, um, I, I don't know. But um, I certainly got it on the PS4. Excellent. That's for when I finished on traffic, which I have. I also have a pre-order in for Star Ocean. Faith, oh, yeah. Faithfulness and Integrity. Hmm. I think it's called. That could be wrong. but Sound, uh, Sounds about right to me. <laughs> which is coming out at the end of Ju- start of July, which is a JRPG series. Um, kind of bog standard JRPG, powerful children try and kill God. Um, Just kind of 
any other weekend JRPG land really? <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Um, there was one in the PS2 that I played, and one in the PS or one in 360 and PS3 that I played, and they were both excellent. Excellent. Yeah, F- F15 coming out in September. Oh yes. You hope. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way they announced it, there is no way. That is getting delayed again. No, I think it's coming out. I, I knew uh, you had a shot of the demo. What was your feelings on that? Uh, excellent. Very Kingdom Heartsy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. wasn't when people said that at first. I was a bit like, uh, I'm not sure that's good. But having played it, I think it is good. Mm-hmm. It was better than the first demo they released. Yeah. Um, really looking forward to it. I think it will be. I think it will bring Final Fantasy back to kind of relevance because God knows the last decade is. Well, they have had a, destroy the legacy that they built. They have had a few years um, in the doldrums, haven't they? As someone who has completed every mainline FF game um, from one through to thirteen three, uh, hmm. I, I've I've played the bad times. Well, Jay, I really do hope I do hope it's a good one for you because yeah. you've certainly earned it, working your way through them. Oh, certainly. So yeah, I I, I I'm hoping fifteen. Every, everyone. In the industry, who's talked about it, seems to think that this is going to be an upturn in this easy's fortunes, and and yeah, fingers well, crossed. Square really? certainly need it. They certainly do need it. They've um, taken a lot of bad press over the, the years, and of course, with the the whole speculation about this uh, um, episodic remaster or reimagine of um, Final Fantasy VII, they could do with getting themselves some brownie points again with folk. Yeah, um, that that'd be interesting. Yeah, that plays out as well. I'll be watching yep. on the. With a close eye. Absolutely. See if you can complete that one seven times as well. <laughs> if it's good, I will. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> brilliant, that's great. Thank you very much, Jay. That was excellent. Yeah, brilliant. A little trip down memory lane. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Right, so we better move on to the upcoming releases. Uh, of course, uh, we have uh, coming on the 23rd of May to PS4, Xbox One and PC. We have Overwatch. Uh, the uh, first-person shooter. Uh, this game has done serious business. Um, there was a huge, it was some uh, vast, uh, huge, huge number of millions. It was something like six or seven million people played the Overwatch beta. I think you might have been to the nine million mark. Uh, may even have been that. It was astonishing. I, I, I unfortunately don't have the fact the figures to hand, but um, it did really well. Um, looks really quite good fun. Uh, it feels kind of team fortressy. Um, and that sort of like crazy kind of uh, squad based kind of multiplayer sort of thing um, but with kind of um, wacky weapons as well that looks really cool fun mm. uh, coming the day later uh, the 24th of May uh, on the PS4 Xbox One and PC we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan Heroes in the uh, Half Shell uh, yes it looks uh, this <laughs> actually looks pretty good. I think this is Rebellion that's making this game, Rebellion Studios. Uh, I might be wrong, but uh, I believe it is. Uh, that looks quite good fun, actually. I don't think it's. Uh, I'm not sure if it's tied in directly with the Michael Bay movie that's not coming sure, out. Not sure. But uh, it's obviously um, sort of uh, uh, with that sort of in mind it's come out. Um, Also on the 24th of May coming to PZ is Total War Warhammer, which of course anyone that's been listening to the podcast for a while knows that uh, I am a big, big fan of the the Total War games. Um, You yourself, uh, you quite like them as well, don't you, Paolo? Yeah, I do, but surely they're missing a trick there by not calling it Total Warhammer. 
was we'll see. I had thought about that as well. Totally Total Warhammer. Totally Warhammer. <laughs> um, this looks really quite cool, actually. Uh, unfortunately, though, I mean, I, I think you're going to need an absolute monster of a PC to run yeah. that game. Now, they, this, the kind of technology that that they are that Creative Assembly have been making over the years doing these games is quite something. It really is. Um, it looks great. Total uh, War, Warhammer coming to Skynet near you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, Jay, what was that? The review scores are out for that. Oh, are they? Um, yeah, very, very good. They are very oh, favorable, wow. aren't they? Wow, I haven't I actually... added it to my Steam wish list and almost pre-ordered it this evening. <laughs> you you are a Warhammer fan as I well, played, Jay, I played Warhammer and I love the total war games, so it's pretty much a no-brainer. Oh, and what about, do you, do you, do you think your, uh, your PC's going to run it? Because it's going to uh, need a pretty beefy machine. My PC will run it. It won't run it on ultra or higher or anything, but it'll run it on good enough that I'll be able to enjoy it, I'm sure. Lovely. Well, if you do ever get a shot of it, you'll need to let us know what you think of it. Will do. Paul, Paul and I will salivate from oh, yeah. a distance yeah. at the, the prospect of it because it is. I would love to have an, uh, to dive in a Total War game again. Uh, okay, so coming 31st of May uh, to PS4, Xbox One and PC, we have Dead Island Definitive Edition, which of course is a kind of action RPG, kind of first-person game, uh, zombie game. PS, it was a PS3, Xbox 360 game. This is the remastered kind of kind of collection. Uh, it could be quite interesting mm. of course Dead Island 2 uh, was the game that was coming then it was cancelled and then it's uh, I believe coming back oh. um, but, it, but it won't be for a while uh, yet so of course if you're if you're looking for your uh, kind of zombie um, slaughtering in the nice tropical sun and you've had your fill of dying light well you could always have a wee shot of Dead Island uh, next is the ridiculously named manga based game One Piece Burning Blood. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a dress. Well, it's a very famous anime, One Piece. I don't know exactly what the whole thing about it is, but uh, yeah, quite a big thing in Japan. And this is the uh, the, the kind of fighting game based on it. Uh, it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and it's also coming to the Vita on, uh, on the 31st of May. And uh, finally, on the 31st of May, now this is quite a big one. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt's final piece of story DLC, Blood and Wine expansion, the the big, big expansion, is coming out on the 31st of May. Uh, I believe it's got an extra 20 hours worth of story missions. It's got something like another 60 different kind of monsters in it and like 200 pieces of armor and various weapons and all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, the the stats on it are absolutely astonishing. uh, you know, I, I I was playing The Witcher Three for a while. I think I'm about a hundred hours into that game, and I'm still not completed the the game and the idea of another twenty hour expansion, not including <laughs> the previous expansion, which I also haven't played, just makes my head explode with the the prospect of it. So, um, at some point, I would like to buy some kind of collector's edition that had all the. Um, stuff in because it is an incredible game. However, anyone who out there is taking on The Witcher, I would say remember to do the story missions because I, I I did too much wonder, wandering about and I just got overwhelmed by uh, it all. Um, and th- this is the end, isn't it? This is the last piece of The Witcher that, 3. Of The it? Witcher 3, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but trust me, that it's not as though it's going to not be enough for you. It is quite something, that game. Mm. Uh, and that world is just astonishing. Yeah. Um, a brilliant game. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and really looking forward to it. Very good, very good. You fancy yeah. any of them, Jay? 
Um, I need to get around to playing The Witcher. I I own it. I've played it a little bit, but I was suffering from uh, massive open world RPG fantasy fatigue when <laughs> I came out, having just put a hundred hours into Dragon Age Inquisition. Of Oof. course, and. I couldn't fight, face another hundred hour fantasy RPG, so I need to gear myself up to to stroll back into that. But I, so, I will do it. I have it sitting there. It's on the to playlist, which is a long list. I yeah. certainly, um, you know, I, I had played. I played maybe about thirty hours or something of uh, of Dragon Age Inquisition, and it just wasn't for me. And I was actually feeling kind of fatigued by the Dragon Age. Uh, and then, you know, uh, it was actually Jay himself who gave me a loan of uh, The Witcher 3 because he, he hadn't got around to playing it yet. And um, so I had a wee go on that and uh, I sank 100 hours into it easily. It was it was my kind of game. The Witcher is far more action-orientated, mm. but, but it's got so many dynamic sort of systems to it. It really is quite something. But it is a vast world and it, it can be really overwhelming. Um mm. And of course, I was playing on Death March difficulty because I like to play games on hard, and the first few hours were like an absolute torture. Of course, you do, my um, Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. Well, tasty yeah. games, tasty games. Some oh. cool, ge- some decent games coming up, and of course, that didn't even include Doom, which came out, and of course, Uncharted Four, which has only just come out as well. So there's actually yeah. some pretty big games out at the moment. And then you just know? the other side, the other side of our next episode is uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, oh, very exciting. Oh, too many games, too many games. Far too many games, absolutely. Do you want an update on the competition? Oh, go on. This is this is the, the closing of the competition. It is indeed, yeah, the march to victory. So we had set the Grand Theft Auto V Vespucci Beach Triathlon. You had to get the fastest time with Michael, Trevor, Franklin, or your online character. Yes. The current score, Colin Little, Yes. Of the monthly challenge is the Neil Men 2. Yes. And the listeners 1. Yes. So the listeners have a chance to equalise, or we could stretch it out to 3 1. We could we could take a huge step towards glory here, Paul. I can exclusively reveal. Yes. That the winner. Yes. Of, of the May monthly competition for the Neil Men is not a Neil Man. The winner, the winner is Joseph Hawes with a time oh. of 3 minutes and 26 and that wasn't beaten from the last episode oh there we are poor show so it's now the nearly men 2 the listeners 2 yeah deserves it deserves it well done Joseph Hawes well done yeah there we go maybe we should make Joseph Hawes a nearly men and then and then, then we'll still win. Well, we could just. Oh, no, no, stop trying to siphon off listeners. <laughs> We're coming. We could just make the challenges <laughs> focused are, on what we can do. Yeah, just just entirely on what. Well, that would be a pretty short challenge yeah, to win the yeah, ball. It brilliant. would be, would be. So, yes, to each, to each. Well done, listeners. Well done, well listeners. Done, well done. This is getting exciting. So, we're going to have a new competition. You're going to have to keep your eyes on the Facebook page and the website and the Twitter, and we'll announce it very, very soon. Yeah. And we're going okay. to win. We're going to win. We are. We are absolutely going to win and get ourselves back in front. This is our podcast, and we're not giving up. Not. Not yet. Nope. Not a chance. As you say yourself, you're not even particularly good at games. That's it. <laughs> oh, the That's truth. It. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> he's using his. He's using our own words against us. <laughs> 
Right, Paul, as if that challenge wasn't enough, I am issuing you with another trophy challenge. And you know what? It's not going to notice that you've barely bothered your arse with most most of the I, recent trophy challenges. I can't remember the last time you actually did one it, of them. It's actually shocking. It's, it is. it's been disgraceful. So I, I, you know I, decided I, did, to... I did try last month's, uh, last week's one, the, the tabletop racing one. You just couldn't do it. You get stuck on the drifting. <laughs> I get distracted by the drifting. <laughs> well, I, I thought, do you know, I thought I did it. Because what was it? It was to to fire an EMP when there's a missile. Fire an EMP when a homing missile, I believe, was was coming to get you, and you'd blow up the missile with the EMP oh, and, and not be hurt. I thought it was just when you were targeted. I didn't realise the missile had to be fired. Right? Okay. Well, I, I guess I guess that's what it is. I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, okay, what, well, what's this week's? I'm go- I'm going to play into your hand this week. Ooh. It is for Paul Kaczynski's favourite game of all time, FIFA 16. Yeah. And it is a gold trophy, Paul. A shiny gold oh, trophy. Tasty, tasty. And this is play beautiful. And all you have to do, Paul, yep. is score a goal after 10 consecutive passes in the opposing third of the pitch. No, have I not done that? Jeez, no, I, I checked your trophy list and you have not done that one yet. That's oh, right, you were rifling through my intimates. I was rifling through, <laughs> absolutely. So there you go, and of course, Jay, if you're feeling like it, let's do this. And of course, uh, all those present at the Nearly Men uh, uh, FIFA Premiership on Saturday, might, might, maybe, there, maybe a few folk might get that trophy. I'm going to try and get it during the game on Saturday then. Uh, see if well, you can get it in a game against me. <laughs> uh, you're passing don't crystal. shoot above your station you've got, you've, got, you've got no chance of making 10 consecutive passes 10 passes in general if you get 10 passes all day <laughs> you'll not get 10 passes between your, your goalie and your centre half yeah 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 okay 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 okay, okay. <laughs> so there right, we go well, we'll try well, that there you go. that's your trophy challenge play beautiful a lovely gold trophy score a goal after 10 consecutive passes in the opposing third of the pitch thanks we are. very much we'll give, definitely give that a go G. Yeah. Rainey thank you so much for joining us sir no worries thank you for having me gentlemen it's been a pleasure it has thank been you a pleasure. Jay the apologies to your listeners for having to listen to me Doing on. not at all and I'm fascinated to find out how you know the, the history of other people's gamings it's great it's great absolutely and you know I've played I think I've played one Final Fantasy game my whole life and I couldn't tell you which one it is well, that is a disgrace. Do you know what I mean? They're all pretty much, all pretty much I, yeah, the same. I thought about describing it to see if you'd get it, but my description would be it involved a guy with spiky blonde hair and a big sword, and I think that's numerous. Well, that's, 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 that's seven. seven. That's seven. Is that seven, right? Yeah. Right, so yeah, spiky blonde hair, big sword, that's seven. I do remember it being a white cover, like you were saying, with the black writing. They're all, they're all white covers with the FF oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, but the 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 guy you're talking about is Cloud Strife. Oh, yeah. uh, so or Andrew, so yes, depending or on Andrew, yes, indeed. So uh, so yes, no. To be honest, you've played the best out of a lot of them so far. You never yeah. know. Final Fantasy Fifteen might might one day become the best, oh, but uh, I think you've already taste. played pretty much the best, or, or the one that most folk thinks the best. Although maybe it's not, most maybe not Jay. I'm not sure it's the best. Yeah, six hundred nines up there. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us, my man. Right. Yeah, thank, thank you, Jay. And thank you for joining us, Colin Little, uh, whatever no you bother. are. Thank you, thank you, Paul, for uh, for joining us. And thank you, dear listeners, for having a wee listen into us. Uh, apologies for any of the sound problems uh, we've had on today's episode. Poor Mr. 
Paul's gonna got a bit of editing to do to <laughs> fix it all out. Um, um, but it's been gr- great, and hopefully on our next episode we'll have uh, Mr. Simon Marshall from uh, Glaze Games uh, Eight. Really? Of course, if you're coming along, do make sure to get on Eventbrite and get your tickets. Only seven pounds, and if you, of course you are there at all, um, and you see the nearly men there, please do come along and say hello. We'd yeah. love to see you. And pass on any fan mail you have for them. Yeah, absolutely. Save, save yourself a stamp. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, we are. We are indeed looking for fan mail. We are indeed looking for uh, nearly men lore. And please do, if you are listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a listen and don't forget to share the podcast uh, with anyone out there you know who who might fancy having a wee listen. Beautiful. Couldn't have said it better myself, Colin. Absolutely. Well, oh, I've got to do something, right? Haven't I? You do a lot, right? I hope next time I'm looking <laughs> at your eyes. <laughs> Yes, well, I think from uh, our next episode, we'll, we will be hopefully in the same room again, uh, coming to you in crystal clear quality. Um, but yeah, until next time, uh, keep on playing those games and uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. We're back the 3rd of June. We hope to join you then and let us know anything in the world of gaming at Twitter at Nearly Men, Facebook, the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast. And as Colin says, you can get his iTunes and rate us. Email us at info at thenearlymen.com and you can find us on the website at thenearlymen.com. But for now, I have myself, Colin Little and Jay Rainey. It's Bon Voyage! <laughs> <laughs>